It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Well hit the center. Hanniger going back. He's at the track right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Stephen Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back to Wrigley Field. It was a huge night for the athletics. And the centerpiece, the top of the second, when the A's batter John Lester with eight runs. They added three more in the fourth on the home run by Piscotti. Uh, two homers in the game. The three-run shot down the left field line by Dustin Garneau, who really has made the most of being reacquired by the A's. He's played in two games. He has a two-for-three game on Sunday. The home run, three RBIs today. So he has three hits in the two games and five runs battered in. And for the A's, Piscotti looks like he's back on track after missing the month on the uh, I.L., and for Brett Anderson, as Brett gets win number 10 and just the third time in his career, he won 11 games as a rookie with the Athletics. He won 10 games as a Dodger. He went six innings, seven hits, and two runs, a walk, and three strikeouts to get number 10. And for John Lester, tying his career high, gives up 11 runs in the four frames to the A's, who are now 15-8 and eight since the All-Star break and 65-49 and 49 overall. They'll try to win the series tomorrow in their last game against the NL Central for the year. And it's been a great interleague competition for the Athletics so far. 10-5 against the Central. One more game tomorrow. And all of that will remain for the A's as far as interleague play is concerned would be the four games against the Giants later this month. By the way, the K-Tally is presented by the Ray Morgan Company. Ace pitcher has struck out six today. Three for Anderson, one for Trevino and two for Wei Chung Wong in his two innings. And the K-Tally is presented by the Ray Morgan Company. This is the A's Clubhouse Show, and the Clubhouse Show is presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Experience amazing. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. The A's beat the Cubs, the final A's 11, and the Cubs 4. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. The memories are still fresh. The New York Yankees have won the 2018 Wild Card Game, an abrupt end to a remarkable season for the Oakland Athletics. Revenge is on the mind. Chris Davis has done it again. The A's look to avenge their postseason elimination at the hands of the Yankees. The series starts Tuesday, August 20th. Grab your tickets today at athletics.com slash tickets. That's athletics.com slash tickets. This is A's Clubhouse. That's right. It is the A's Clubhouse show. Chris Townsend with you after the A's 
just stomp on the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field, 11-4. They're now 10-5 in interleague play, and Ken Korak rejoins us here. And Ken, I've got two things about today's action about, about these A's. You ready? Yes, sir. The A's love playing against left-handed starters. The A's are now 20-8 and eight when the other team starts a left-handed pitcher, and they're 14-4 and four on Tuesdays. So they like playing on Tuesday, and they like facing lefties. So for the rest of the year, they're only going to play on Tuesdays. They're only going to face lefties. And, right? go, and go undefeated. If Chris Townsend were, was, if, if you were Rob Manfred, that's what you'd have the A's doing. Well, and they hadn't faced a lefty, you know, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, the A's had faced just one lefty starter over the previous 18 games. That was Wade Miley on the 23rd of July, and he pitched great against the A's, but it gets guys like Pinder in there today, and, you know, Dustin Garneau, as we said, in the two games paying dividends, and so um, it was a huge night for the A's, and really, I'm sure John Lester and the fans were shocked by uh, what was happening in that top of the second. Well, and, and how about almost on cue? When I'm doing my end of the third inning hit with you, we're talking about all the home runs, and I mentioned Stephen Piscotty, uh, one away from 10, and then after I did that report, what does he do? He hits the home run, and now we have a new record for the A's. 10 players with at least 10 home runs on the season. That's a new A. That's a new A's record, and I'm pretty sure, Ken, just about every team is going through this with these home run records for franchises. Yeah, and the thing about Steven is that he really looks crisp. I mean, he at the plate, and having missed a lot of time, but getting the 23 at-bats in his rehab, he's swinging aggressively. He looks to me like he did during the second half last year, and that's a huge thing for the A's when you think about what Steven did in the second half. He was one of the best players in the American League last year, Chris. And so the single and the homer, and he has five hits in his four games, and uh, he's five for 15 in four games coming back off the I.L. So um, I think that's a really big thing for the club. Well, let's get into the highlights. And, yes, in the second inning, a triple by Mark Canna. Boy, you know, you crash into that, uh, you crash into that brick wall. That doesn't look like it feels good. And Mark Canna gets a triple, and then Stephen Piscotti would bring him home. Lester's 3-0 pitch on the way. Swung on a green light. Fly ball right field shallow. That's going to drop for a hit. And Canna comes to the plate and scores. And Piscotti gets the A's on the board. And 1-0 A's in the second. Little fly ball and a short right. Now the infield was in. You're there, Ken. Hard to tell on television. If they were not playing the infield in, would, would, would one of the infielders been able to catch that? I don't think so. I really don't. I think it was just perfectly placed, Chris. And then Robbie Grossman with a base hit after that, and then here comes Garneau. Here's John's 1-1 pitch. The high set, the turn, and Garneau hits it deep down the left field line. If it's fair, it's got a chance, and it is gone! And Dustin Garneau unloads with a three-run home run down the left field line. All of a sudden, the A's take a 4-0 lead. Was it you who predicted Garneau would be an RBI machine once he got to the athletics? Oh, yeah, I was all over that one, Chris. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. That was me all the way. Wait, I mean, great acquisition, though. You have to give the A's credit. You know, yeah. the Angels let him go, and the A's swooped in there and picked him up. I mean, bottom line, it's like, hey, big fella, just stay hot. And well, so plus the, the, other thing, the other thing, too, Chris, just wanted to mention, he's very good behind the plate. And we saw that in the Sunday game at home against the Cardinals working with Tanner Roark, and he'd never – 
worked with him before, so he's a quick learner. And I think the whole, you know, the, the defensive aspect and the working the pitcher part of what he does is one reason he has acquired him. You know, I, I don't. You're not going to be able to hear it, but maybe when you get back. But so we we did our Bob Melvin show today for A's Cast, and Bob and I got into the relationship between him and the catcher and how that has to be strong, because he feels like he's running blind if his catcher if he doesn't trust his catcher. And he said the great thing about Garneau is that he has been here and that Bob already has that trust factor with him, and that's big for the skipper. Well, that sounds like a Ray Fossey show to me. Oh, talking catching. you got to love it. So the Athletics would put up an eight spot. They'd bat around in the second inning. And then in the fourth inning, Stephen Piscotty would pretty much put this game out of reach. Cincinnati, the best first inning team in baseball. Swing and a blast the left field, heading toward the basket, and then some first row of the bleachers, left field, Stephen Piscotty. A three-run shot, a crowning blow on Lester. And it's 11-0 Oakland. Stevens' 10th home run. And for the Athletics, they become the first time in the history of Oakland to have 10 players with at least 10 home runs. Chapman, Pinder, and Piscotti all score. And a 4-RBI night for Piscotti, giving him 38 on the year. And that would pretty much do it as the Athletics would beat the Chicago Cubs 11-4. Brett Anderson, six innings, only gave up two runs. So, Ken, A starters have allowed two runs or less in seven of the last eight games. Yeah, last 44 games, their ERA is around 3-9, 3-8-5. So they've done a nice job. And you think, and we mentioned this with Brett, having been released by the Cubs two years ago and coming back to Wrigley Field tonight and getting his 10th win. Yeah, Ken, if I would have told you in spring training, hey, you get into August and Brett Anderson's going to be 10-7, and seven, you would you, you take that any day of the week. Well, plus the 133 innings, right? I mean, that that is a big number for him. Well, it's going to be an early one for you tomorrow, and uh, next time that we chat, I'll be at uh, Six Flags up in Vallejo. I love it. Have some fun up there tomorrow, man. Have some fun tonight. Thank you, Chris. The great Ken Korak here on the A's Clubhouse Show after the A's defeat the Chicago Cubs 11-4. to Man, feels good, doesn't it? You know, last night was a, a hard-fought battle, and they lost 6-5. to But I bet you a lot of those people felt really uncomfortable when they were leaving the stadium last night because the A's crawled back with three home runs. And Marcus Simeon, who already had two home runs, came up with two runners on and flew out to left field at the warning track. And as Bob Melvin said today, a a, a tick of grain off from that ball being out of here and the A's having the lead. So I bet they they walked out of the park yesterday out of Wrigley going, wow, this A's team's tough. Then the A's come back and smoke them 11-4. I guarantee there's a lot of respect for the swinging A's in Chicago right now. 10-5 10-5 and five in interleague play, and six and since May 16th, the Athletics are 46-24. and 24. Yes, it's still summertime, okay? It's still summer. So if you have nothing to do tomorrow, come to Six Flags in Vallejo. We are going to be there all day. And I, and I mean all day. I mean all day. I think we're going to get there a little bit before 10 o'clock. We're going to be on the right side, right where the main entrance is. We're going to be doing the A's 
We're going to do A's total access in the morning. That's our pregame show, getting you ready for the game. We're going to do A's clubhouse show after the game. And then we'll have A's cast live, our live talk show. We'll be there till 7 o'clock. So essentially, we're going to be on the air from Six Flags from 10.30 in the morning till 7 p.m. at night. You got the green and gold. You got the A's brand mixing with Six Flags. And we're going to ride roller coasters. We're going to have a blast. Come and see us. Coming up next, Vince Catronio is going to sit down with the hottest hitting catcher on the athletics as we roll on right here on the A's Clubhouse Show after the A's beat the Cubbies 11-4. to Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event is about exceptional offers. But it's also about having advanced technology and a safety system designed to alert you. All coming together for you at the perfect moment. Don't miss your perfect moment to experience exceptional offers on a line of vehicles equipped with advanced safety technology. Now until September 3rd. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Some advanced safety features not available on the GX. This is a story about doers. It's also a story about possibilities and doing good with science, technology, engineering, and math. Just say STEM. Right. That's Dr. Laura Bottomley. She's mentoring a new generation of doers to use STEM to do good. It's learning by doing. Laura's inspiration knows no bounds. And the fact is, students can do remarkable things with STEM. And with support from parents, teachers, and businesses like Chevron. All of us, really. This generation may change the world. Chevron, inspiring future doers to use STEM for the good of us all. This is A's Clubhouse. A's Clubhouse continuing from Wrigley Field. The A's have evened the series at a victory apiece. An 11-4 win, eight runs in the second. Dustin Garneau with the big three-run homer. King, what was an explosion of runs against John Lester. And you caught Brad Anderson as well. We'll probably have to stop talking about his two hits at the plate. We'll get to all that. But let's, <laughs> let's start with facing John Lester, knowing this guy, he's pretty determined on how he attacks hitters. Uh, the 3-0 base hit the other way for Steve Piscotti. Open the door a little bit. Take me through what you're looking for for a guy that seems to like to stay away with the cut fastball. Yeah, I've uh, never faced him before, but I've watched him a bunch, and just knowing he could backdoor that cutter with the best of them. So if he was going to give that to me, I was going to or I was going to give that to him, and then luckily I saw a ball in. I just reacted to it, and luckily I got my hands, to the, hands through, and the barrel found the ball. What's it like to hit a home run at Wrigley Field? Man, that was pretty cool. This place is awesome. They, we were beating the heck out of them all game, and there's still a packed house till the end. The Cubs fans are awesome. The rest of the inning continues after you, and, and you know, Brett had the opposite field base hit, but then they continue to add runs yeah. against the guy, the Oak of, of Lester. I know you just joined the club a few days ago. What's it like watching this offense come together the way they did? I mean, I played against this offense and then in it two years ago. These guys can bang with the best of them, so when it, it's all clicking, Man, they're, they're driving the ball over the place, and it's fun to watch. Six strong innings for Brett Anderson. This guy works quick. He throws strikes. And pitching with the lead sometimes, it's not an automatic. What did he do well? He had a sinker going just like he always does. And after that, it was his changeup. And when those things, two things are going, he can throw them to anybody. And uh, mixing uh, curveball, slider here and there, cutter occasionally. But that sinker and changeup, man, it's devastating. What was the conversation like on the bench for a guy that now has the A's all-time record hits as a pitcher in the DH era. Brad Anderson has four. Oh, man, that's, that's awesome. Don't tell him that, though. I don't want him. Oh, he knows. Oh, he's boasting around the, the locker room. But, hey, if a pitcher can get any any kind of bat swinging through the zone, it's a deadly bat, and we get him on the base, it's extra runs for us. Dustin, you've been around the game long enough, but in this circumstance, being let go and coming back to a team that you know and getting what seems like a second win, yeah. five RBIs in a handful of days, 
what, how has it energized you to, to be a part of this pennant race? Oh, it's awesome. I, t- I tell guys all the time at 17, I thought I had a real opportunity here to show what I can do, and I kind of let that di- let myself down. So coming back here and just having fun playing baseball and hopefully contribute to a get a little wildcard race going for us. Well done tonight. Appreciate the visit as always. Thank you very much. Dustin Garneau joining us. Ace victorious 11-4. More Base Clubhouse. We go back now to Chris Townsend. Are we having fun yet, Ace fans? Are we having fun? And by the way, I love interleague play. I thought most people liked it. I know Ken Korak's not a big fan of it. I I love it. I mean, it's the best to be able to watch the other team, the other league's best players. I want to see the, uh, I mean, can you imagine how ridiculous it would be? Put, put, Put your football hat on. Can you imagine if the AFC never played the NFC? That they only played each other in the Super Bowl? How ridiculous would that be? I mean, think of all the great players in the NFC that you would never see at Raider games. Think of all the great players in the AFC that you'd never see at 49er games. Like, that just sounds ridiculous. That Tom Brady, when it's all said and done, it's, it, it's going to be hard not to say he's the greatest player of all time. He'll go, I mean, he'll him, Jerry Rice, there's a few guys that you're going to look at and go, hey, man, these are, these are the greatest players of all time. Can you imagine never getting a chance to see him in person? Or like Jerry Rice or Joe Montana, never seeing them in person. Tim Brown. It's just, it's it's ridiculous. I, I, I think, in a, I don't know how you fix the scheduling. I'm not, that's that's way above my pay grade. Scheduling is 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 ridiculous. I'd actually like to sit in the room and, and watch them go over it and go, okay, so wait a minute, you're going to have the A's fly down to Anaheim then go from Anaheim to Texas, and then go from Texas to Tampa Bay, and then have them fly back to Oakland? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, some of the stuff that they do, scheduling-wise, doesn't make sense. And, you know, Ken talking about, you know, the scheduling because of interleague play. I mean, now we have games, the seasons that we have, the season starts with interleague play and ends with interleague play. But in the end, I like it. Is every matchup going to be great? No, it, it really depends on the teams. But the historic thing, I mean, think. I mean, I've talked to Ray Fossey about this. Ray Fossey never played in the National League. Never got to play at Wrigley Field. And vice versa. Think of all the great National League players. There's some of the greatest National League players never got a chance to play at Old Yankee Stadium, which was awesome. And Fenway Park. God, unless you're like in an all-star game or you're in the World Series, you never would have got that chance. So, for me, I like it. Every other sport does it, right? Hockey does it. NBA does it. I mean, baseball. We've talked about this before. Other than Jackie Robinson, baseball is always the last guy in the pool. Baseball is the last to do everything. Using technology. They're the last to do it. 
You know, and then I think about the way doing playoffs and wild card and expanding playoffs. Baseball was the last to do it. Everybody else did it before them. Remember when everybody complained about the wild card? Oh, my God, this is the worst thing ever for baseball. Really? No one's saying that now. A second wild card? Oh, no, you can't do it. So, you, Chris, you can't do a second wild card. Uh, it's working. Look at the wild card races. Look how many towns. I, I, Okay, how about this? If you're a little bit older, you'll remember this. I don't remember this. But there was National League and there was American League. And whoever had the best record in the American League and whoever had the best record in the National League, they played in the World Series. That was it. <laughs> that was it. That's, that's all they did. Yeah. Yeah, you, you talk about that, you think that's a good business model? That's not a good business model. Hey, listen, we're going to have all these teams play, and, and you're going to be in this league, you're going to be in that league, and whoever has the best record will play in, 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 play a seven-game set, and that's it. You think that's good for finances? That's how people, that's how a lot of the old school people still wanted it. They didn't even like it when they expanded the playoffs back then. But now... Look at it. Look how many teams are still involved. I'm going to the wild card right now. So Cleveland, because I don't believe Cleveland played tonight. I think they got rained out. So the A, so they only have a game and a half lead right now over Tampa, and the A's sit in the same spot, a half game behind the Rays because the Rays got the win against the Blue Jays, 7-6. to six. That's a final in 10. And, yeah, it was postponed. Rangers and Indians was a rainout. But for so long, look how many teams were still in this thing. And you're really not a um, – you're really not a crazy run from having Texas or Boston be back in this thing. Texas right now has won five in a row. I mean, you get on a streak where you win. Like, look at the Mets. The, the Mets have won 12 of 13. The Mets were dead dead in the water. Not anymore. They've won five in a row, 12 of 13, and they're only two games back. With that rotation, they're two games back of the Nats, who are actually winning right now against the Giants. You can't tell me that the wild card's bad for baseball. Look how many towns are still in with a chance to make it in the National League. Philly, Washington, St. Louis, Milwaukee, New York, Arizona, San Francisco, even Cincinnati. All these teams are one run away from next year. Look at what the Mets are doing. Everybody thought the Mets were nuts. You're getting Stroman for what? And they called Stroman a deal for next year. Not for this year, next year. Oh, really? They're now 58 and 56 and only two games back. They're the hottest team in baseball. Unbelievable. So I like interleague play. I like innovation. I like the wild cards. Makes baseball better. And it's really cool seeing all of our fans hanging out at Wrigley Field. I got a couple buddies who are there texting me talking about how amazing it is. Yeah. Because God knows I would rather not have interleague play. I'd rather not go to Wrigley Field. Give me another trip to Tampa because that's ultra exciting. 
Oh, can I get more time in Kansas City? No. I like the fact that you're playing all these different teams. It's a lot of fun. All right, coming up next, you're going to hear from Bob Mel- from Bob Melvin. You'll hear from Brett Anderson, all coming up here on the A's Clubhouse Show after the A's defeat the uh, Chicago White Sox 11-4. to But let's pause for station identification right here on the A's Radio Network. 8.60 a.m., The Answer. KTRB, San Francisco. Radio home of the Oakland Athletics. Bob Melvin coming up next. At Kaiser Permanente, we're for the farmers market goers, outdoor explorers, cholesterol lowerers, and positive thinkers. We're also for our community. That's why we're supporting the total health, mind, body, and spirit of Northern California by investing in efforts that support school districts as well as youth and family services, helping you live a healthy life the way you see fit. That's what it means to thrive your way every day. Kaiser Permanente. Visit kp.org to learn more. Itching for more A's Cast content? A's Cast Live is now your number one destination for baseball during your afternoon commute. Join Chris Towns and a cast of recurring guests for a new live baseball show focused on the 30 MLB teams. From openers to launch angles, A's Cast Live takes you around the baseball universe, exploring the Oakland A's and the rest of Major League Baseball. To hear the show, download A's Cast by visiting athletics.com slash A's Cast. Athletics.com slash A's Cast. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. All right, the number is 510-897-1322. Let's go to Rick and Hayward. Rick, good evening. Hey, Tony. Good to talk with you. Uh, I, I I disagree with you on the, on the wild card thing. The only reason I do is because it doesn't. the teams that are playing each other are going for the wild card, excuse me, don't play common opponents. So you might have... A team in our division, not even, or not in our division, but in the American League, not even playing the Cubs this year. So that's, that to me is a problem right there. The league really needs to fix that, and then they fix this. You know, fix, fix the fact of every team should play the same teams if they're going for a wild card. And that's what bothers me in this whole wild card mess. Um, that really bothers that, that, that really bothers you? Well, yeah, yeah, it does bother me because you could have a team like, I don't know, Texas, or excuse me, not Texas, but somebody in the American League Central not playing the Cubs. They get to play the uh, Detroit, or I'm sorry, the Miami Marlins. So that's three or four wins for them where the A's got to play a really tough team like the Cubs. Yeah, but it could be on the flip side. And that could be the difference. Yeah, but the flip side is you could be playing the Marlins and somebody else is playing the Cubs. You you, yeah. you would you, you really would give up interleague play seeing the National League teams so you could just keep playing the same American League teams? No, you, no, no. I, I just want them to fix that. Okay, I, I, I want them to figure out. I want them to figure out a way that they can fix that because you mentioned football, baseball, ho- I'm sorry, football, basketball, hockey, and all those sports. Yeah. Every team plays every team. Correct, yeah. And so the, the, the playing field is level. That's the problem with interleague play and with the wild card right now to me. Now, well, yeah, you know, you, team, but, but you know what you could say about football is you could say, well, we're playing the same teams, but I may have to be on the road versus you get that same team at home. Yeah, it isn't, it isn't perfect in football either. Yeah. 
No. Yeah, you're right there. Getting to the game tonight, can you believe Brett Anderson? Man, maybe we should make him our pinch hitter. (laughs) 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 You know, second or third option off the bench. And and then looking at tonight's game, I can't believe how many A's fans were at the game tonight and yesterday. Uh, Kudos to all the A's fans. I literally wish Chris Giles, I know, is there. I wish he could just take the stadium, Wrigley Field, pick it up, or or duplicate it and drop it at Howard Terminal. We don't need all the fancy doodads. That is by far the best stadium in baseball. There's no doubt about it. It's pretty special. It, it is really yeah. – uh, I appreciate the phone call. Um, it, it, it just oozes history. It's like Fenway Park. Now, they have their issues. I mean, that's the thing. It's like every single time I've been to Fenway Park, the, the bathrooms flood. It's like they flood every game. I don't know if they've fixed that over the years. Concourses are real small. Um, yeah, but Wrigley's awesome. And really, probably the coolest part about Wrigley is the fact that it's the area around it. See, that's what you can't duplicate. Wrigleyville is historic. I can't remember, is it the red line or the L line? Whatever the train is that you take down there. You take the train, you get off, and the minute you get off, it's just Cubs, it's bars, it's restaurants, it's everybody having a good time. It doesn't matter if the team stinks. It doesn't matter if they're great. They're always going to be packed and celebrating. Because the thing about the Midwest, too, is a lot of times these towns are coming off really hard winters. So for them just to be outside in the sun and like, oh, this is the best, they don't care when it gets hot and humid because they have brutal. I mean, Chicago is rough when you talk about winters. So they're excited just to be out in the sun. Fenway, same thing. Fenway's awesome. You literally, there's this one, there's this one bar, and it's right next to this big merchandise store, and you go down into it. I mean, it's so old school. But you come back up these stairs, it, it, you really can walk from the front door of this bar to the front of Fenway, to, to the, one of the gates at Fenway Park in like a minute. That's how old, everything's so old and small. Everything's right next to each other. It, it's so cool. It is so cool. By the way, tomorrow, quickly, let's go to Rob in San Jose. Rob, you're my last. I, I, I got to get out of here, Rob. What do you got for me? Yeah, um, love it. Man, this Garno kid is raking. I mean, love our two new pitchers. Well, we have three. We're actually got a reliever. I mean, it's just, this is just awesome. I mean, they find, I mean, I really feel positive about this team. And I love the interleague play. I'm not in agreement with the other guy. I think, that, of course, there's investments made in the two different leagues. And, you know, it's more about, you know, what – you know who can profit amongst you know the the, the multi intrinsic values of the region, like we have here in the Bay Area, in Chicago, New York. So you know you're never going to have a full social justice, you know, egalitarian you know uh, thing because there's money involved, and these players are out to make money, and there's a lot to be positively exploited in the region. So, and you know, leave it as it is. And I love the the uh, the way the A's have gone out and gotten these awesome people. Yeah, thank you, Rob. And, and the more I think about it, football's the same problem. I mean, you could be battling the playoffs. Now, everybody in division, okay, so, like, 
if the Raiders, like the Raiders, let's say they're playing the NFC South, right? Everybody in the AFC West will play the NFC South. But the other AFC teams you're battling against who are not in the West, they're playing different schedules. So the same thing happens in football now they think about it, right? So if you take football, so the complaint is Cleveland's not playing the same schedule. Tampa is not playing the same schedule. And that that was the caller's complaint, which that's that's true. But same thing happens in football. So AFC West, let's say, so the AFC West this year has the NFC North because I'm going to Lambeau Field. Can't wait. So the AFC West, but if you're battling somebody for a playoff spot, let's say in the AFC South, they're not playing the NFC North. They're playing someone else in the NFC. So the same thing happens in football. I could be battling, I don't know, let's just say the Houston Texans for a playoff spot, and I'm the Raiders. Well, they're not playing the same NFC team that I am. Heck, they're not playing the same AFC teams I am. So... I, I, I don't get it. I mean, it's just, is it going to be perfect? No. But I can tell you what, for the game itself, the growth of the game, for for income, for money being made, it, it, it's better. See, because I understand. See, I think, I think we're spoiled because we have two teams. But people who grew up, like, Commander Cody, my producer for A's Cast Live, he grew up in Pittsburgh. I grew up in San Diego. So you never got to see American League teams. That's why the minute I got to the Bay Area, the first game I went to was A's Yankees. Because I thought, oh, American League Baseball, finally get to watch it. And it's not on television. I mean, I got to some games up in Anaheim. But, I mean, being able to have, like, an American League team where you can watch it or go to it every day, that's what it's really good for. It's good for the the, the, the majority of the cities who only have one team. So they do get to – I mean, everybody should get, get to see the Yankees. Everybody should get to see the Dodgers, the historic Boston Red Sox, the Oakland A's. Look how many A's fans there are when this team travels. It's unbelievable. Okay, tomorrow, big day. We're going to be out at Six Flags. We're going to be there from 1030 all the way to 7 o'clock. That's right, Six Flags in Vallejo. The Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event is about exceptional offers and exceptional moments of summer. Don't miss your perfect moment to experience exceptional on a full line of Lexus vehicles now until September 3rd. Experience amazing at your Northern California Lexus dealers. So, Come ride rides. Have a good time. It's going to be a lot of fun. And once again, we will be there all day. So we're going to get there at probably a little bit before 10. We'll have A's total access at 10 o'clock. At uh, 10.15, Robert, is that correct? 1030. 10.30. Wow. So we're going to be on at 10.30. And then first pitch is going to be at 11.20, Quintana up against Bailey. And then we'll do the post-game show there, A's Clubhouse. And then, of course, after that, we're going to do A's Cast Live with yours truly all the way up to 7 o'clock. We're going to be there all day. (sighs) It's going to be a long one. 
It's time now for our next game preview brought to you by the Holiday Inn at the Oakland Airport. A's fans, remember, the next time you're coming in from out of town for an A's game, check out our friends at the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport where A's access members receive a special discount on guest rooms. Give the Holiday Inn at the Oakland Airport a call at 510-638-7777. That's 510-638-7777. All baseball fans are welcome. A's with the big win tonight, 11-4. We'll see you all hopefully tomorrow, all day long, Six Flags in Vallejo. Have a great night, everybody. Out it goes. Unbelievable. Chris Davis takes the team on his back. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.